Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Nina Aubert, who is the author of Listen, Learn, Love, Lead, and My Daily Clarity. Nina, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Timothy. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Ah, well, I'm all about the fun, by the way. So it might be hard not to talk about anything else except for fun. Just going to be honest. Um, so not sure what you want to accomplish here. Uh, but um, honestly, recently, my husband and I took up a pickle ball. Have you played yet? I have not. Okay. Well, let me tell you this. It What I love about it, it's for anyone, in my humble opinion. We actually had my mom and dad out there a few months ago, and um, they're getting up there in age, and they were able to hit the ball back and forth. Um, so I feel like any shape, size, human who wants to go out and have a good time and also get a little exercise. Um, so pickleball is all the rage. There we go. And so is that like tennis? Like, what is it like? So it is like tennis. I would say it would be like playing ping pong because the ball is the ball's more like a wiffle ball and the paddle is more like a ping pong paddle, but a little bit bigger. And yet you're like standing on the court, you know, and on a ping pong table, you obviously don't stand on a ping pong table, um, but it's a smaller court. So it's the size of a badminton court. And so, again, that's why it's a little tighter. That's why I feel like anyone can do it. You know, tennis, even on doubles, you're you're running all over the place. Uh, but in pickleball, not that you're not moving. However, again, it's just a little more controlled. And I don't know why, more social, maybe because we're closer, you know, again, on a tennis court, I feel like you're a little bit further away. Um, so really fun. Once you learn the lingo and how to score, then you're going to enjoy it because it, it's a little wonky the way you have to like say the score, but easy to get past. There we go. Awesome. Pickleball. Maybe I'll have to try it. Pickleball. I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, tell us a little bit more about what you do day to day for work and any more recreational activities that you do fill your time with. Yeah. How do I fill the days, right? How do I fill the days? So I'm very fortunate that I have been an entrepreneur for, oh my goodness, over 20 years. I'm like, when was it? (laughs) Um, I went full-time entrepreneur after September 11th, um, 2001. Um, Really felt the pull to get out of corporate America. I had um, two little babies and, you know, just the way the world went kind of nuts back then. I thought, I don't want someone else raising them. I want to raise them. And I knew I was going to do more than just, uh, not that it's just, um, but I knew I wanted to, to have both, have both the the work and the mommy, 
you know, part. So I did a home-based business for many, many of the years, which is really kind of cool. I had not known anything about that industry, you know, multi-level marketing, party plan, whatever they want to call it. And I did rather well in it and really enjoyed it. And then the company started expanding in a way that didn't feel like in alignment anymore. So then I started my own training and development company back in 2013. And I've been doing that ever since. There we go. There we go. So what does your a day in the life of your training and development company look like? A day in the life? I would say that what I'm focused on these days is really probably all days. <laughs> let me let me take that back. Self-leadership is really, I believe, where it's at. And so what does that look like? It looks like supporting people in terms of, okay, what do they need to do day in and day out? I'm all about daily habits. <laughs> I'm about, um, you know, taking the next right step. I'm about really, really, truly living in who God created and designed you to be, and then creating a vision of how you can be the greatest expression of who God created and designed you to be. So I would say a day in the life will either look like working one-on-one -on -one with clients or in small groups. And really, I feel like what the work that I do is the catalyst to that, like to really getting clear, you know, lots of clarity, and then building up your confidence to go, you know, be who you say you want to be. Um, and then kind of just hold the space for some accountability. Um, usually I do things in about like a three month stint, uh, because then I feel like, again, if it's self-leadership, you're going to go do the things on your own once you kind of have that clear path. <laughs> you know, it sounds an awful lot like what I want uh, my kind of coaching business to look like. Um, I'm, I'm really big on clarity. That's why I like the title of your book, clarity. And then, um, you know, daily habits and really like daily habits specifically around like thoughts and actions. Cause I feel like those are the two most tangible things for me. Like beliefs are a little murky for me. Like it's hard for me to like, feel like I can, change my beliefs it's hard for me to feel like I can change my feelings but thoughts and actions I know affect beliefs and feelings so it's more like tangible for me um, I love that yeah yeah so it sounds very like literally and I was thinking 90 days like you hit a 90 day goal based on your clear like vision of your life and I'll help you get there and <laughs> right right like so it's, I love this and I love that we're in alignment um, with that and I think that's where hey, I'm all about, you know, let's have these long-term visions. Let's think, you know, of the future and all of that kind of stuff. But if we're not taking care of the right now, right. And having those wins, yep. then what, you know? So yeah, I'm all about it. I even have the, within the, my daily clarity. So it's a system that was created through my clients that, they then said, well, could you put it in a book format? Um, and I was like, oh, that's a brilliant idea. Um, so I did, but it's really a system for that, like holding that space. And the 90 days came up. I'm sure you could uh, kind of feel around this one. When I was in corporate America, I remember 
we would hire people and then you have the 90 day period, right? You have the 90 day period where you get to decide if you want to stay. We get to decide if you want to stay. It was kind of this, and I don't know if they still do this. I've been out of corporate for so long, but it was kind of that time where you could be like, we're trying you out. You're trying us out. No hard feelings. If after the 90 days, you know, we don't feel it. And then when I was in the party plan industry, we had a 90 day program also with a lot of bonuses along the way. And those people who joined my team who really went for the 90 days, we saw that they had long-term success, a longer term success. So again, I kind of feel like that, like if we can get wins on the board or, you know, check something off, like I hit something, right? That builds momentum. And I think that's where I believe the thoughts come into play. When we focus on what's going right, we keep focused on what's going right. That's like a snowball. Yeah. And then our actions follow it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it. I'm going to have to uh, get your books. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's jump into a little bit more about your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Mm, so I... I feel like my health does, right? Um, I'm very big on telling myself I'm exceptionally healthy, right? Um, God definitely gets me up every day, not gonna lie. Can't can't not talk about the big guy. Um, so that is definitely a motivation. I've been married, it'll be 32 years. I know I don't sound like it or look like it, um, but that definitely gets me up. We're very fortunate. Um we actually moved during the pandemic, which was quite interesting after uh, living in our home and our area, raising our babies. We totally left uh, one state and went to a totally different state, a state where we didn't have any, you know, any really reason to go to, but we did. Um, and so I feel like the motivation of this gift that I've been given to have this whole new adventure um, you know, is kind of exciting. So that um, gets me up in the morning. Uh, we are dog people and I was never a dog person. And so that gets me, gets me up in the morning. And then, you know, of course my vocation, which really when I see people have an aha moment, like even you and I connecting and the fact that we like have similar beliefs and we both like clarity, like now you have just given me a reason to like put a smile on my face. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, there we go. Let's jump into your dreams and goals now. Ooh. Tell us about your vision for your company going forward and your life going forward. Well, so I really love this. I want to thank you for this because, um, again, I feel like in the time that we're at, so if anyone's listening to this years from now, right, this was during the crazy times of our lives um, in, in a time with such uncertainty, right? Where, where with uncertainty, where can you find the clarity? Where, how can you think long-term? I just talked to you about how I love 90-day periods, you know, and things like that. So, for you asking this question, it really made me think. And I put my hand on my heart and I'm like, what would it be? You know, what would it be? And I really feel like I'm being called to retreats. And so obviously I could do a retreat anywhere, right? I could rent a place. I could, um, you know, there's Airbnbs, there's locations. You could do it at a hotel, whatever. But something about you asking or knowing that you were going to ask that question, I'm like, 
I wonder if a long-term big dream would be to have to own our own retreat center. Oh my gosh. Can I even say that out loud? (laughs) I don't know. But for some reason, I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. I love it. Own your own retreat center. And how long would the retreats be for the people who came and who would be the target person? Oh, man, you ask good questions. (laughs) Um, So just recently, uh, I... Again, we moved, as I said, and we were blessed to um, downsize, yet our kids don't live with us anymore, so we're empty nesters. So with just that fact, we have some extra rooms, right? We have some extra guest rooms. And so just this month, well, last month, um, I hosted two retreats at my house. Now, these are people that I have been masterminding with or I work with, so it wasn't like it was complete strangers. And I feel like the last group, we really nailed it. They came in like at five o'clock in the evening of one day. And then we spent two full days like in retreat mode. And then the next day was like the travel day out. So it's kind of like a travel day up front, a travel day out, but two full days. And um, what was amazing about it, it's interesting you asked. I really have thought about this a lot lately. There's would be certain aspects to it. So I love alliteration. And so the three C's would be to connect, to create, and to celebrate. And um, the connect piece really has to do with connecting spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And in my daily clarity, you'll see that one of the things that is part of my routine are my four W's. So stick with me, Timothy, this is going somewhere. (laughs) So um, the four W's are water, walk, word, write. So water, can we talk about water and how important it is for clarity and the fact that we aren't drinking enough water. Um, And I found that out for myself. Um, And I thought you were talking about the living water. Ah, well. (laughs) Just a joke, just a joke. Wow, (laughs) Timothy. You just nailed it because guess what? (laughs) Underneath it all, when I was like, wait a minute, there's more to water than just drinking it, right? So we could talk about that later. Not sure if this is the community we want to share this with, but why not? That's what we're about. I love you. Oh my gosh. So so yes. So yes. And um, so anyway, so really getting people to understand those four W's and why I think they're important part of your life every single day. Um, and, and walk could be right. Walk, wink, wink, if you know what I mean, Um, but could also mean move your body. (laughs) And the word of course is hello. Hello. You know what book I'm opening, right? Um, Uh, And then, of course, this really everything I do, and you'll find if you do grab it, um, anything I've ever created has a writing piece to it, has a journaling piece to it, has a putting pen to paper piece to it, because especially when we talk about our thoughts and our actions, we have how many thoughts in our head a day? I don't know, 60,000, they say, maybe more, and or maybe it's 80,000. And how many are the same as yesterday? And how's that working for you, right? So if you just keep them rattling in your head, you you know that's the definition of insanity, having these same thoughts over and over. So when you stop and put pen to paper and 
again, do a brain dump or, um, you know, ask yourself a powerful question and respond to it. Or my favorite thing, especially when things that feel out of control, stop yourself and say, what's going right, R-I-G-H-T, and then start writing it out. So it's a big proponent of, of um, I believe, that piece of connecting, right? Connecting spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. But boy, do you and I need to talk offline because you knew what water walk word, right? You knew the hidden meaning of it. I love it. I love it. So I think there would be a piece of that. The create phase um, to me obviously is can be um, for fun. Uh, we can do some kind of crafts. We can also create you know, maybe there's something in your business that you want to create, you want to mastermind around. Maybe, you know, you're not sure of your ideal client or there's a new program you want to create or something like that. So there would be space and time for that. And then of course, I'm all about the fun and the celebration. And so adding pieces of that. So this last time, this last, it was just last week. Um, and of course, these women I have retreated with before, but for some reason, really just we we up leveled it in a way that was wasn't like we really had the structure but we came prepared i don't know if that makes sense so um again just that holding the space for each other for personal or professional um i would say right now it you know my my market is women um i would say age you know maybe 40 to 55 um I, I do, you know, lean towards people who are married with children and that, um, you know, work from home, right? So kind of like me, right? Usually your ideal client is a little sometimes similar to what you've been through so that you feel like you can support them. Um, so that's where I feel a, there there would be, and it all goes down to that, again, that self, that self-leadership um, because... I feel like we're not taking care of certain areas of our lives. We're either working, 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 or we're, um, you know, binging, 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 you know, um, and, you know, we're really not taking care of um, these pieces and parts of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So you kind of already have an idea of how the retreats would have gone, would will go, and because you have done them before. Correct. I think you asking though about this big dream is what if it, what if it's better, right? That's one of my hashtags. What if it's better? And what if it's bigger? And that's not up to me, right? But being open and available, yeah. um, that that might be where I'm being led. Um, hey, why not? Why not? There we go. What would it take for you to own a retreat center where you could do this in the next 90 days. Oh my God, Timothy, how did you, do you ask all your people to do it in 90 days or just because that's how we talk now, <laughs> you and I? <laughs> uh, the time link varies, but uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. What would it take? Huh, <clears throat> interesting. Well, I think you've started it, right? Just by being open to the possibility. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, oh, wait one second. <laughs> I gotcha. You're all good. Yeah, I take a sip real quick. She's coughing. We're good. We're good. Oh, 
You okay? Wow, you really struck a nerve. Um, listen, if we're being completely honest, I am just getting over being sick. So <clears throat> you definitely hit a nerve. Isn't that interesting? Because now we're here talking and I can't talk. What would you do in 90 days? Why don't you give me some ideas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I don't know, retreat center in 90 days. My The first hurdle I see is finding a way to get the retreat center. Because it sounds like you have a pretty good client base, like pretty good number of people that you could reach out to and you could get them to come to the retreat center. So the biggest question is getting the retreat center. So then it's like, and then biggest hurdle that naturally pops into my head, which is honestly one of my limiting beliefs that I need to work through. Financially, how are you going to get the retreat center? Then you got to figure out how much it costs. And um, at that point, once you figure out how much it costs, it's working backwards of like, you know, is this something that I can afford? Is it something that I need to bring three partners who agree with the vision in to kind of fund this and I give them, you know, 10, 20% interest, equity, whatever it may be. Um, it's kind of what I'm working through. And I'm like, could you do that in 90 days? I mean, you can figure out the price tomorrow. You probably know three people who would support you. You know, it's like the, the pieces could come together. It's just depending on how uh, the speed of the clarity that you reach regarding the situation, honestly. Oh, I love how this is happening for us. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you, <laughs> Timothy. Um, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like, and like I said, I think you've like opened the floodgates of possibility. And I, I know that the way I usually start big dreams like that is exactly kind of what you said and just brain dumping all of it and not putting any parameters or anything on any of the tasks. Um, just kind of saying, okay, what would it take and kind of brain dumping it out. Um, so I love that because again, when you ask the question and this is what you are all about, and I love that you, you know, hold this space for people to share their big idea or their big dream is, you know, at first it was like, all right, I know I want to do retreats. So the safe thing is obviously to do it out of my house and see if that works. And then the next safest thing is to rent a space, right? And then the next safest thing. And so who knows, maybe we could skip a few steps. Yeah. You never know. Oh my goodness. And I have been, listen, God has had me on a bit of a pause, which is not usual. And again, I think I'm a role model for some people because I feel you know, sometimes we push and push and push or, uh, you know, we pressurize things and then our energy is a little bit off around it. And sometimes it's in the letting go that the things actually come together. Um, and so my calendar has never been this kind of uh, flexed, open, flex. Some certain things have opened up and it's like, well, why is that? Maybe something big's coming. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. And with this big idea, I don't know if you've ever, like you've been an entrepreneur for so long, but the whole like raising capital as an entrepreneur is a whole nother, it's like a whole nother space. And so I don't know if that's something you've ever ventured into, but it's like, it's a growth, it's a growth space, if not, you know? And so I just think that's really cool. 
It is really cool. And no, I've never done that. So you are pretty powerful. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, awesome. So we got the retreat center that's going to be up in 90 days. So if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and it'll, you know, like by July, hit Nina up and be like, hey, I'm trying to come to your retreat center. So um, meanwhile, he's got me all a mess here. I have not <laughs> coughed this entire week. And now he's got me like coughing up a lung <laughs> for whatever reason. I'm sure in some kind of fear of what the heck are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome well, okay um the retreat center 90 days i'm looking forward to going um any other dreams or goals that you want to chat about before we move on uh what's interesting is um i have so i have published self-published the two books slash journals so listen learn love lead and my daily clarity and there's definitely a third, you know, something coming through. And it just so happened after a retreat I went through, um, through my church. And it's been 10 years since I first went to that retreat. And you can only be a retreatant once, but then you can go back and serve as much as possible. And so coming back after 10 years and, and serving, wow, I mean, just so many messages have come through. and where I feel I'm being led is actually a revision of my daily clarity. However, my big dream is that it will be published. And um, I have somebody in mind who I would like to publish it. And I also have somebody in mind who I would like to write the forward. And these are like stretch, 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 big goals. And so that is my latest dream. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So a revision of daily clarity. Um, third book will be coming through inspired by the retreat. Who are the people that you want to publish it and write the forward? So I would like Matthew Kelly, if you're listening to publish my book, I gotta be honest, I don't even know the name of his publishing company, but he is an author who has written, I don't even know how many books. Um, and he also runs a not-for-profit dynamic Catholic. And so that is the arm that I feel like I belong under, right? I'm speaking, speaking truth in that. So Matthew Kelly, if you're listening, I would like the opportunity to be published by you or your company. And then Father Mike Schmitz. Don't know if you've heard of him, but Father Mike Schmitz, I would like him to write the foreword. He is the um, number one podcast. Well, he was the number one podcast last year for most of the year. And for the start of this year, he's doing what's called the Bible in a year. And so again, that would be a giant stretch because he, you know, obviously doesn't know me, but, um, feel like, wow, if he could write the forward to the book, and especially if we take it down the road that you and I kind of wink, wink talked about, um, especially with the water, the walk, the word, the right, and incorporating the the deeper stories of of this system and why I believe it's so powerful. Then anything anything can happen, right? Got to dream big. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. And I often mention this book for people who 
you know, have stretch people or who they feel like are stretch people. In reality, you're probably three connections away from both of these people. But um, for people who seem really out of reach. How about I'm one connection away from Matthew Kelly? Like legitimately, you know, and a guy who can legitimately, I know someone who knows him. Great. Well, might even work for him. So it's like, that's not a stretch at all. <laughs> but why won't they introduce me? Anyways, we'll work through that, Timothy, right? We got to yep. change our mindset around that. Go ahead. Which book? <laughs> tell me, tell me. Uh, the book is called Giftology. And he talks about the power of gift giving and building relationships. And he actually goes um, into the Bible and talks about how kings would give gifts to other kings in the Old Testament as a, like, both symbol of friendship, symbol of, like, peace, of, like, this is my intent towards you. And it was just a really cool book. He talks a lot more eloquently about what I just described. But um, yeah, it's probably like two, three hour book on Audible, I think. But yeah, it is a great, great read. That's amazing. Giftology? Giftology. Uh, I forget his name, but I think his last name is Rulin. John Rulin, maybe. I don't, I don't know. But Giftology, there's only one book called it. So you'll be good there. Well, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and it would really help you take the next step towards both writing your book, so I guess we know those two people, but also getting your retreat center up in 90 days, who would they be and how would they help you? Yeah, there's, this is, again, great question. Um, I actually, again, know of a woman who for a living has Airbnbs. So I think she owns the properties, right? And then Airbnbs them out. And I guess I'm saying that because what if that's like a good stepping stone, right? Where I'm not just, it's an investment. I'm investing in the property. I use it as retreats and maybe other people do. So her name is Melani. I need to reach out to her or start being in her sphere Um, I can't believe like we're talking like this, Timothy. I mean, really, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Um, And then the other, again, we moved to a new area and there's definitely, we live in the um, Northwest corner of South Carolina. So near the mountains, right across the border is North Carolina. And there, there actually are a lot of retreat centers out here. So I think, you know, get up and get in your car and go drive and go check them out. And you know, meet, meet the owners and, and start, start some conversations. This is, what are we talking about? This is crazy. And I have an open, like, I have some space in my calendar. I don't know. I I I don't know why I said yes to this. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. I love how it's coming together and how it's like, once you start talking about stuff, you're like, oh my gosh, this can, this can happen. (laughs) It really is very cool. It's very cool. It really is. Yay. You, (laughs) I feel like I want to interview you now. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, how about we name the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you get to that retreat center, get you on track to your third book. Oh man. Yeah. Everyday people. If you just want to say, keep going or keep writing or, you know, just some encouragement. 
Um, it's so interesting, right? How we can get in our own way. Um, and, and I'm not, uh, you know, as much as I can help others get out of their own way, sometimes the hardest person to work on is your yourself, right? Um, and it's conceptually, you know better, and yet still. So I would say everyday people can encourage or say, I heard you talk about this, let's keep it going um, type of thing. And then of course, I guess anyone who's listening in who has done it before or has their own place or has any insight, hey, everyday people, I'm here for it. Let's talk. Yeah, there we go. And if you happen to know Father Mike Schmitz or Matthew Kelly. Um, hello. So what's interesting is, yeah, I need to get to Matthew Kelly, which is so simple, right? Why? Why? Um, and he has interviewed Father Mike. Look at that. Look Y'all, at that. Come on. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. I even wrote, just so you know, so here's my daily clarity. And I wrote published, you know, by Matthew Kelly, dynamic Catholic support. And then I wrote here is where the forward's going to go with father Mike. So, I mean, we're doing this thing, right? Oh yeah. We're doing it. There we go. Well, awesome. Now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Perfectly yourself. Matthew Kelly book. Love it. Yeah. Tell us why. He is, I really think you'd enjoy him, by the way. Um, I've definitely heard of him. Yeah, I think your listeners would enjoy him too. And, um, you know, his premise is not a new premise, but it's about becoming the best version of yourself. And so, you know, what does that look like? And so perfectly yourself is just reminding, like, this is... God didn't make a mistake, right? This is who you are um, and embracing who you are. Um, I even, I haven't read the book yet, but someone wrote like from strength to strength, like let's focus on our strengths. Let's, you know, be who we are and be okay with who we are. Um, And so that's why I love the book. I think it's just encapsulates, you know, concepts that I agree with. And, you know, I believe that's why we keep waking up another day. It's like, all right, what can I do today? Even a small thing that um, makes me a better version of myself, which then helps people around me become a better version of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said about that last part, helping others become a best, the best version of themselves by you being the best version of yourself. That's one of the things I got big, big dreams, goals, big dreams and goals around alleviating poverty around the world. And for the longest time, I was like, I'm just going to jump right into it. And then I realized I also have big dreams for coaching people one-on-one. And I was like, I need to like, hey, like coach myself, like all that deep work that I'm asking other people to do. Like, I need to go do that for myself right now. Because as much as I know, and as much as I thought I had it together, your boy is missing some stuff. And two, it's like, I was writing a blog about ending poverty in college. And I was like, dude, I'm dead broke. Like, I need to hit poverty for myself. Like, I'm out here, like, skipping lunch and stuff. And it was just, so, yeah, become, level up, and then you'll give others permission to do the same. There's that poem by, oh, what is that poem? It's like, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. It's that we are powerful beyond measure. Right. Um, if you Google those, those words, the poem will come up. And yeah. 
the person. I believe it's Marianne Williamson. Yes, yes, that is exactly who it is. Great poem, and at the end of that it says, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. Yes. I love it. I love it too. Awesome. What is one way you like to take care of yourself? I nap. There we go. I love a good nap. Like all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Unapologetically. Um, You know, I, I have friends who say, you know, sleep is overrated. That's not true. That's not true. true. No. And again, if you're going to be the best version of yourself, what does that mean? And it means you have to take care of yourself. And so um, you know, my family's all on board. They know. And it's like, if you want this level of energy, you know, morning and in the evening, well, then in the middle of the day, I got to rest. <laughs> and again, I feel like people really shit on themselves and shame themselves and, you know, all this kind of stuff. If you're not full throttle 24-7, you cannot maintain that. You yep. cannot maintain that physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know all those things. It, it cannot be maintained. So nap people. There we go. Take that nap. And what is one action step that you can take right now to either A, meet Mike Kelly or Father Mike Schmitz, or B, get that 90-day retreat up? <laughs> well, I think I'm going to ask the bold ask of the woman that I know, um, because what's the worst she can say is no. Um, and so I'm going to do that. Um, and that's for the Matthew Kelly route. And then, uh, second, yeah, I'm going to put it on the calendar next week and I am going to go look at a retreat center and call Milani and call Milani. Timothy, my goodness, you don't <laughs> let people. I love it. I love you. Thank you. There we go. There we go. Well, I have one last question for you, Nina, and it requires a bit of pretext. So, you know how there are people on the planet who have a really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that, and sometimes they'll die like that, unfortunately. Other times, they'll make that switch. And they'll go to more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that switch? Man, that's a good question. I almost feel like, uh, wonder if it's, not that it's different for everybody. Um, gosh, it's that old thing of you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, yep. right? And so, and especially for you and I and those that are in this kind of work that we do, that's so like hard, right? It's so gut-wrenching. Um, and, and so I feel like, I'll give you this context. When my second daughter was seven years old, I was 40 pounds heavier. And I knew that I knew, right? I knew I wasn't in my best shape. I knew, you know, conceptually, right? But I didn't do anything about it until I saw myself. My friend took pictures of me rock climbing. 
So from below, up above, I need everyone to get a visual, okay? She took an incessant amount of photos of me, okay? And I remember getting those photos back going, "What? who is this? Why are you taking pictures of this person's like butt basically, all right? And it was me and I didn't even recognize me. And so it was that in that moment that I had the wherewithal to go, something's got to change. So I don't know that it's every time that's what's going to happen for people, but I almost feel like sometimes it is the two by four, right? We're, we're getting the feather message like all the time, like you said, right? This is how people grow. This is how people have their goals. This is how people make things happen. And people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. Until yet maybe something big happens. So, so I don't know if that's the, the best answer. I know that when I've made major change many times, it's been because it's like, I just can't like live with myself anymore. Yep. Yeah. No, I love that. And we can't want it more for other people than they want it. Although that's a lifelong lesson that I'm continuing to learn. Yeah, it is. Um, it's one of the hardest things. It's one of the hardest things to see somebody suffering, know the solution and tell them the solution and then have them reject it. And it's just like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so it's, and so it's interesting because it is, it's a journey, right? And I, I believe where I'm having the greatest impact lately is the good old saying, your actions speak louder than your words. And so again, not by any means parading or, you know, look at me. I'm definitely not that person. (laughs) I have learn the true meaning of humility and humility is not a bad word. It's actually a really good word when you understand the true meaning of it. But I believe that in my actions and I'm doing it again for me, right? Like today I had a major aha moment, love God, love yourself and love your neighbor as yourself. Right. But the middle part, love yourself not a lot of people love themselves right now. So how do you even love, how can you love your neighbor as yourself? Because if you're not loving yourself, well, then that's why you're probably not loving your neighbor either. Yep. So it's, we got to take a step back and, and get back to our best, back to that best self. And so again, I feel like I'm having the greatest impact in terms of I'm doing what I can to live well. Yep. Right. And, and not, in anyone's face, just these are the small things that I do, but the small things are the big things. Absolutely. And little by little, people are seeing that and also reminding people of my favorite Tanzanian proverb, little by little, a little will become a lot. So again, it's just offering that one nugget. Why don't you drink some more water? I think you'll feel better. You know, Why why don't you get up and move your body even for five minutes? If you can, I know not everybody can. You know, why don't you pick up and read read a book, you know, read two pages of something that makes you feel good. You know, so again, um, those are my thoughts, my long answer. I hope that's okay. Hey, I love it. I love that answer. Thanks for sharing. And yeah, that's really all I have for you. So Nina, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? 
Well, doesn't everybody want to chat with Timothy? I mean, have you done like a solo episode recently or, you know, has anyone uh, interviewed you? Um, because it sounds amazing what you do. <laughs> it's funny. I actually, I haven't done a solo episode, but somebody flipped it on me and I was scheduling them for an interview and they're like, and I would also like to interview you on your show. So I'll schedule two dates. <laughs> and so it's all the books for me to get interviewed by somebody. I can't wait to hear it. I really can't wait to hear it. And um, thank you for this incredible opportunity. Um, I really, you, you stretched me um, and I'm grateful for you. Yeah, of course. I'm grateful for you coming on the show. So thank you. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Nina had to say, you loved what she's about, make sure to follow up with her in July about the retreat. Connect her to Matthew Kelly and Father Mike Schmitz. And Nina, what is the best way to contact you? Um, I'm definitely an email type of gal. So feel free to, um, I'm sure you'll put the email there um, in the notes. Um, and I spend a little time, not much on uh, Instagram. I, I like to, you know, do a few stories here and there, but you know what? I'm about real live connections with real live people in person. So um, email me and maybe we'll get together in person. There we go. Shoot her an email and follow her on Instagram. And as we always ask guys, send this podcast to one to three people, you know, need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day. <laughs>